This is part two of a two-part podcast with Yopin Brewery. The podcast is also available without a break. Go to the blog, beerhere.blogspot.com, and look for entire podcast link. How many brewers do you have in, at the brewery? Wow, it's a team of uh, five brewers at this moment, but the brewery team is bigger than just brewers because also our cellar men and uh, the guys working at the bottling lines quality control quality control our lab rats so I think in in total we'll be around 25 people working in the brewery and what kind of brewing background do you have Michelle? well I myself only hands-on brewing background so I wasn't taught as a, a brewer that's also something which derives from the fact that the Netherlands say 25 years ago or a little bit more like 30 years ago there were only maximum 10 breweries and these were all the the big pilsner breweries so the the boring lager breweries and they did either in-house training or they sent their staff to a foreign so german or belgium or an english school for brewing so the main source of knowledge in the netherlands at that time that when we started was home brewing or somebody that interested that he went abroad to do his education. So our senior brewer and our head brewer at this moment both did a study in Belgium as brewer. And the senior brewer was the brewer where I did my traineeship in Belgium. So I helped in brewing and that's how I got inspired to well, to work with beer and brewing. But I'm, I have a more general education, which is more an economic education, if you like. But I'm a very product-minded marketing men if you like it in that way but so I'm, I've not been to a brewing school. Erwin you mentioned yesterday when we were speaking to someone about the history of the beer from Harlem being the premier beer what in the 1400s 1300s? The Harlem six seven hundred years ago was already in those days of course relative to those days was already a very big brewing city there were over a hundred breweries and the beer was already being exported to the Baltics to Russia Germany France and the beer most consumed in Antwerp at the time was Haarlem Akkoit. I always feel that there's some, uh, some striking irony there because uh, people identify Belgium or, well, the Belgians identify Belgium as the source of specialties, while it was all the Netherlands in those days. And in Antwerp, as I said, the beer that was most liked was beer from Haarlem. So when they started brewing themselves, they would copy the beer which was most popular. Yeah. On the other hand, we should be opening that to the hopped beers derived from German import beers to the yeah. Netherlands, and then the Harlem brewers copied the hop use, yeah. which the Germans did. So there's nobody inventing something no. from nothing. Yes. No, and there's also, for example, beers that are typical for a city, for example. Take the Luiks that we discussed yesterday as well. Luiks beer being a beer brewed with spelt and actually having longevity, so it could also be transported overseas because it was a little bit more hopped. But Luik is a city in Belgium, and that was commonly used also but in Haarlem in the Netherlands. And the fun part is that Luik's beer was more brewed in the Netherlands than in Belgium. Yeah. So it's a matter of popularity. If a certain beer style gets popular somewhere, it gets copied, and that's how it works. But the main thing was that uh, for Haarlem, the tax on beer, because actually beer tax is one of the oldest form of taxation which exists in the Netherlands, was the main source of income for the city. So when they were bankrupt after a big city fire beginning 1500s, they drank themselves out of bankruptcy by the income of beer tax. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And the name of the brewery, Jopen, that refers to a brewing vessel, or not brewery, a yeah. barrel. A, a barrel size. 100, 112 yeah. liter wooden barrel that was used in those days to transport beer. 
So it's around the, uh, the size of a barrel. But the barrel's I think one point hundred and twenty. So it's yeah. a little a little smaller than a barrel, but it's yeah. almost a barrel. Comparable. But then of, of course wooden. And I always found that it was a, a very strange size, you know, because nowadays <laughs> if you look at barrels, they take round numbers, uh, 10 liter, 20 liter, 30 liter, and you would expect to have that go up to 50 and then 100. But I was talking to a barrel maker in Germany last year, and he told me that we had several small to big barrels stated out at his stand. And said, so, what sizes do you make? And I expected after 50 that he would say 100. And then he said, it's 112. I said, well, but this is strange. <laughs> you know, why is it 112? Was it because the next step is a barrique, and a barrique is uh, much used in wine industry still, and uh, it's half a barrique, and that's why it's 112 liter. So it said, okay, now it explains why it's 112 liter. And I said, but do you know that it was used for beer also? As he, I, he didn't. He, did, he only knew that it was used for uh, for wine, but it used to be used for beer a lot. Yeah, and that's well documented. So, for example, uh, there's a document about uh, Dutch guys that are sailing over the, the, the Polar Sea to find a passage to India through the north. They get stranded at Nova Zembla, which is a, a very terrible place, <laughs> cold and, and barren. And it states in the ship's log that a barrel of Jopen beer is frozen and burst and not drinkable. And the beer was lost because the barrel just broke open. But Jopen yeah. beer is referred to. People refer to beer in those days in that keg as a Jopen beer. So this is well documented. That's interesting. Yeah. Does the brewery have any special projects coming up in the near future? Loads. What, what do you mean by special projects? Well, beers outside of your regular repertoire, outside of the normal portfolio, either for celebrations or... Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of things in planning. We don't call them special projects, but usually limiteds or collaborations or things like that. We just did a collaboration with Mike from Lerfig in Norway. And we uh, decided to brew uh, a barley wine, but not a barley wine, but a rye wine. So we brewed uh, a beer with 70% rye malt. And I don't know if you have some brewing experience, but rye is a, is a great malt in taste, but a horrible <laughs> malt infiltration. Yes. And normally, well, if you go over 20-25% of your total grain bill with rye, then most brewers are not happy, because it will cling and it will get your, your filtration stuck. So that's usually that's nightmare. But we just set in a new brew house that has not a classic louder ton, but a, a mesh filter. And, and we decided to do that because we use a lot of different grains, which are, well, usually the reason for a bad filtration. So we said, well, let's do one with 70% rye. And so we made a 11.5% uh, rye wine, and that's uh, lagered at this moment. So it's uh, maturing, and we just filled some barrels, some cognac barrels and some port pipes with it and the rest will be bottled normally. So we have two small batches set aside to be barrel aged with it. And that's a fun thing. We, we have um, The Last Sun, which is a project of barrel aged barley wine. And there's going to be a new one uh, released this year also. Uh, and then there's, well, a lot of collaboration things and, and, and other one-offs coming up. So yeah, and some American breweries too. So yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Cigar City, brewery in uh, Tampa. Odell. Um, we've asked Odell to come over, but Cigar City is definitely already uh, coming okay. half May, so that there's a date set for that. But we're going to look because it's, it's 
going more to the, the summer season, so it won't be a, a dark strong one like the, the rye wine, but probably more a little lighter or a blonde one. But we have talked with them uh, about possibility to do some, um, some butch aging, because they used to do a lot with uh, cedar wood, and I found a, a supplier for Spanish cedar wood in, the, in Europe, so they said, well, we, we might try something with that, that would be fun. So, but that's actually more or less the, the things we like. You know, if you if you do a collaboration, if you do a one-off, seek something that you haven't done before, and what can you do with it? You know, because I think the main part is it, we're beer lovers ourselves too, and, and you you like to do something, or at least you know. I, I read an article about the, the, the phenomenon that most beer lovers now walk in a bar and tend to choose something that they didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And everybody asks, like, the, the most popular beer at this moment is what's new? Give me a what's new. Yeah. Uh, okay. So well, which brewery from the what's new brewery? Yeah, yeah, the, the one I haven't had before. Uh, okay. But we're like that ourselves too. You know, if, if I step into a bar, I also check the beer list, like, is there something new on it? I'd like to try it. Um, so in, in brewing that style, that's also that thing, like, Look at what you haven't done before and reinvent yourself in that yeah. way. But there's a limit. There's a limit to that. So we we want to combine a a portfolio that is always available with an offering of different and special and limited stuff that we like to do because we love creating craft beer so much. Yeah. No, it shouldn't be that way that you you make ten new beers and then forget about your your classics like right. open beer or the coits and uh, we won't produce that anymore. We don't brew that anymore because we have to do new things. No, but but we have to set in certain times to say okay, uh, once a month or you know every so many weeks we are doing a one-off or we're doing a collab or a specialty and that should be the interesting things. Cool. Michelle Irwin, thanks so much for taking the time Thank you, to Bob. talk to us, explain uh, the history of not only Open Brewery, but also the history of brewing Netherlands and in Harlem. So best of luck with getting the open beer all across the United States. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Good to be here.